0: to Your Sunday Psychics with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard. I uh, hope you've had a good week. As always, uh, it's full of ups and downs. <laughs> and no <I'll> way. <laughs> uh, no way. No way. There are no roller coasters. Uh, anyway, um <laughs> Welcome. We're always happy to have you here. We're grateful to get to do our our work with all of you, and so we're very, very grateful uh, to each and every one of you who listens in. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, Before we get too far along into this, I just want to say good evening to Garrett, who is handling everything for us. He is the go-to guy, and we absolutely adore him. Hi, Garrett. How are you tonight?
1: I'm excited to be here. we got some callers tonight for you guys.
0: Oh yay! How uh, how unusual! Just kidding. <laughs> I know I for know a that. radio calling show.
1: Imagine that we've got callers.
2: <laughs> it's a concept. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi Stephanie, how are you? Hi Rebecca. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where do I begin? <laughs> Exactly.
0: Yes. I know that's a loaded question these days, isn't it? I'm
2: all ears, though. Let's see. What do I say? No, it's the – I'll use your word. It's been an interesting week, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that word because we're not adhering to any other words that would unknowingly generate – other chaos, I guess we don't want to call in any other energies. you know it was a it was a good week. It's like on one hand, there was a couple of just really positive, significant experiences, and what they what they were for me were just um, just different points of awareness, and then like really speaking my truth to myself, but coming into acceptance. Of life in some situations and then in other ways it's like I want to say to the universe really haven't we already done this can we like (laughs) get over this part
1: I thought I did it a
2: million and one times no Uh but. uh, Yeah. But oh, but one thing I wanted to share, and I would like to encourage people to please go to my Facebook wall. You can find me on Facebook under Stephanie Gerard. Um, and the pictures are, <laughs> the profile picture is red roses, and then the background picture is white roses. But anyway, there was a one of my family members, a cousin, in Washington State, Camas, Washington. It's across the Columbia River from Oregon. Anyway, her name is Melissa and last night her house burned to the ground. She lost everything oh. except for uh, you know, she, she evidently, I don't know the whole story, but it sounds like um, a little mini fire had started and she thought she could contain it. And then one thing led to another and She had to do the last resort, which is to grab her car keys and run out the door and get in her car. And so thankfully, there's family right across the river in Oregon. And so she's now with her sister and brother-in-law. But um, so last night, her family put together a GoFundMe page. So... Um, I would like to just encourage people to please visit my Facebook wall. And if you are able to contribute anything, $5, $10, it doesn't matter. But anyway, and if you're not able to do that, just please say a prayer for her that her life will come back together again. Um, She works works as a customer service rep for one of the commercial banks, and she pulls the midnight shift. So... She just really needs a lot of love, support, and prayers. And I really love how family coming together, not just, her, not just her siblings, but the rest of us are all coming together as well and just saying, hey, whatever we can do. And the message here is life is so short. And do we take the time to greet one another, to say I love you, to say, hey, haven't talked with you in a long time, just want to reach out and send you a hug if i can't see you in the physical anyway it was it just brought home the lesson of really remembering that those we love those who are who are special to us to always keep them in your prayers if not just send a text or send a message through email facebook something it just so for this place and time, especially with the full moon tomorrow, full moon in Scorpio, which is extremely emotional, by the way. Um, it's just a reminder of those you love. Just do what you can to stay connected, it, even if you don't live in the same area. Just reach out, say hi, send a text. So that's that's been on our minds in the family, and everyone is doing what they can in their own ways. And thankfully, she does have a lot of love around her from family. So she is receiving some nice support right now, which is good. So again, please go to my Facebook wall, Stephanie Gerard, if you would like to contribute to the fundraiser. Again, it's GoFundMe for Melissa Caldwell. And again, if you're not able to, just please say a little prayer. I know that God will hear that, and I know she'll appreciate that as well. So. Yes, Rebecca, life is short. Life is, we we just don't know. We don't know what today brings. We don't know what tonight brings. We don't know what tomorrow brings. It's so you know, true. It's so true. It yeah.
0: Well, and I have something similar along those lines. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. just so, so everybody knows, um, these are really just about the reminders that we don't know anything beyond right now. And yes, I know if I can, I can hear the jokes about, but you're psychics. You're supposed to know, but you know, the thing is the, the important thing is to not take anything for granted and really, um, you know, try to live each day, you know, with no regrets. And, um, you know, I don't always set out the, in the morning with, okay, I want to live as if this is my last day, but I try really hard to to be present with the people that are in my life and and to make sure that they know that I love them. Um, So, you know, and so along those lines, uh, I actually went to visit a friend today that I haven't seen in years. She's a really good friend of mine. I mean, I've known her for, oh, gosh, I don't know, long time. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm trying to think. Let's see. I met her when I was, I think I was, was I engaged to my first fiance? <laughs> I was in <at> a long time <laughs> ago, 30-something years ago. And she was mm. married to, to the father of her son, who's now almost 18. And um, I guess it's not quite that long. Oh, no, I guess it, it has been a long time. Um, anyway, so they got divorced some years ago and she kind of was like, eh, I don't know. I want to kind of date people, but I'm not sure. And I think if my memory serves me correctly, I think that she met him, um, either at a high school reunion or something like that. And, um, or it was that, or it was either that or, or something to do with their, this, the industry that they were in. I can't remember, but it was some kind of a gathering where you just kind of go and show up and you know, some people, but not that many. So sometimes folks in the psychic world, a family or a, a reunion feels the same thing as a networking meeting. It can feel the same depending on the energy of the people in it. But anyway, so she went to this thing and she met this guy and, and, you know, it was like she kind of felt like this was the love of her life. And so she's divorced. She's got her son. He's widowed. He has a son who is special needs and and really needs a lot of help. And uh, so anyway, they they have a a lovely courtship, and they get married, and they're super happy. And the, the marriage was just a few years ago. I mean, I think I want to say less than five years ago. And um, they had bought a house, and they were making all these plans about how to redo the house and all kinds of stuff. And things were actually going really well for them. And uh, in November, he got a brain infection. I mean, it's it, they thought he had the flu, and then they ruled out the flu, and it wasn't COVID. But, um, you know, so he was kind of home, like, you know, just treating like he had the flu, and then he had a really bad headache, and he it became debilitating within hours, and they took him to the hospital. And um, he basically went into organ failure within a couple days, and that was it. And wow. a really young guy, a young guy, and so she is now widowed, and she's like, I don't you know, she's having a hard time because she, and she said she thought it would be getting better. Now it's, they just had the funeral within the last few weeks. And um, of course wow. it was a Zoom funeral. And now, and, and, and the difficulty in this case was that, you know, they had both of the sons together, right? His son. And she they hadn't even completed guardianship paperwork for her. Hmm. And her husband died. And so she has been, She, I think she finally has guardianship now. But the, the, you know, trying to, to figure out how to care for him without the dad, um, it, it's been really challenging. And so she said, look, I thought it was going to be getting easier. And she said, it's not. It's getting harder right now. And she said, I don't know if it's because now I actually, I don't have so much to do. And but it's, but it's also becoming more exhausting, um, trying to navigate, you know, the special needs of my kid, plus running my own business and another son, and grieving. She said, I don't have time to grieve. So it's, you know, she, and she's like, I just have to take it a day at a time. There's no other way. And, and I just have to keep going. And she has very, very strong faith in God very strong faith in God. That is absolutely number one for her. And she keeps reminding herself that, well, he's still here. He's just on a different journey than I am at the moment. And, you know, but she said the hardest thing is that everything's falling into place. They had bought a business practice and she just got that paid off and, and they were doing some other things. And so she said financially, you know, her business is taking off now. And she's just really sad that he's not here in the physical form with her to share it. So, It's a very interesting thing talking to her and listening to what her grieving process is through this whole thing. And she said, I know that I'm going to have the anniversaries of everything, and and it's just one day at a time. And, And the reality is everything is one day at a time. And we don't know from one moment to the next. We just don't know. And so she said, you know, the lesson is to just do everything one day at a time and to the best of your ability and you know enjoy every minute enjoy every 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 minute Mm -hmm. so yeah Um, and it's you know it's it's an interesting thing to to listen to that kind of perspective um, and then, you know, feel heartbroken for somebody that you love so much. And even at the same time, know that they have the resilience. Like, it, it's, she's one of those people where it's like, I learned so much from her. Like, I've looked to her as a mentor of sorts. And one of the things that she taught me is in every single situation where there is stress or anxiety or discord or somebody's upset. If you just show up and surrender and say, how can I help? Or what do you need? And you just surrender into wherever they are. You don't argue with them if they're upset. You don't, you know, it, it, it's just what do you need? What can I do for you right now? What do you, what, how can I help right now? And it's so interesting because that's such a loving thing to do. And when you have somebody who is, you know, in crisis, because people who are super stressed and anxiety and, and defensive and all of that, it disarms them. And and in that disarming, you can actually help solve problems. And she's the one who taught me that. She taught me that a long time ago. If somebody's in discord or they're having a problem or they're in crisis, how can I help? What do you need from me right now?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So... You know, I'm kind of trying, and right now I said, well, what do you, you know, what can I do? And she's like, I don't even know. That's a hard part for me as somebody who loves her is that she doesn't even know what to tell me she needs. So I just keep kind of checking on her, and I just told her, you know, you're stuck with me, and I'm going to keep calling you at least once a week now. (laughs) So, well, and you guys know how I am, both you, Garrett, you, Stephanie, and Garrett, because, you know, (laughs) hey, if I like you, you are stuck with me. (laughs) Um, so, so she's having, you know, and she said that the kids are actually doing really well now, that there were some hurdles to get through initially, but she said they're actually thriving. And she said, you know, that may be one of the reasons that she's feeling more grief now, because since they're not in their own crisis with this and they're kind of settling down, it's giving her an opportunity to actually look at her own emotions. And that's, that's a big deal. Um, that's been something that's been coming up for me a lot this week is, Um, You know, I feel like I've been practicing really hard at the self-love thing, and I feel like I've had moments where I feel like, okay, no, I'm not looking for validation from somebody else. I'm doing pretty well. And, you know, right around Valentine's Day, I was like, okay, I got this thing down. I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks. I'm only, you know, asking myself how I feel and what do I need and what do I want to do, and that feels really, really good. And then I kind of feel like this last week or two the universe is going, yeah, how are you doing with that self-love? You giving away <laughs> too much? Are you waiting for validation from somebody else? What are you doing with all that? How's that going for you? Because you talked about how we go into that level of, uh, okay, I, I dealt with this. That's great. And it's like, really? This is coming around again and then again and again. Do I really have to deal with this again? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They say life is an onion. And you deal with something at a level, and then it comes around, and there's another layer, and then there's another layer, and then there's another layer. And I know it's all about growth, but every once in a while, I'm like, uh, excuse me, can I wave the white flag for just a little bit and take a little vacation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can I climb up on the bleachers and just sit for a I know. bit? Yeah, and
0: you know what, and I and I know you know this Stephanie. You and I don't get to do that a whole lot <laughs> because of the no. nature of our work. And <laughs> and you know, and I and I look at the positive nope. part of this where I go, Okay, so I know it means I can help my clients more and trust me, I'm really happy about that. I you know, we always do our very best for our clients. I'm I'm very happy about that. But every once in a while, I go, okay, and, you know, I know everything with speed, ease, comfort, and joy, I need to really be working on that mantra. And if I'm feeling out of sorts or I'm feeling off balance, then I have to keep asking myself, what do I need to do to bring myself back? And, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I will share with you that I have had moments in this last week where the shifts that are happening in my body feel as intense as if I am sitting in one of those free fall rides and they have just Mm. let go and Mm -hmm. my feet feel like they're weightless and tingling and floating above my body. And so that's a really like, you know, when you go and you go on a ride, it's like you have a resolve or resolution for that feeling really quickly. But in (laughs) life when you're dealing with emotional stuff that's coming up to be cleared, it's like, It's really intense, and I'm like, okay, let me put some more oils on. (laughs) Let me put Mm -hmm. my feet in the bathtub. Let me put my whole body in the bathtub. Let me go for a walk. Let me try to get out in nature. I'm doing all of those things, and I keep reminding myself I have to come back to trusting the universe, that the love part comes from my knowing that it's God first and that I am a child of God first and that – I'm being given an opportunity to learn something and to grow and that I have to be in my own process with myself and what can I do to better love myself in it. And it's not always comfortable. It's not. And then I just have to learn to love myself through it. I know that that's really the lesson. So it's been Mm
2: -hmm. interesting, as we use my word again. (laughs) (laughs) We like your word. You know, I would say about two, three weeks ago, It was, oh golly, it was a Saturday evening and it had been an interesting week, you know, a little bit lower key, Um, you know, it it wasn't a very eventful week, you know, just the usual things And, and I hit this spot where I really felt alone. You know, when it gets quiet, when our work gets quiet, and that means we might have actually maybe an evening to maybe watch a program or something, we are alone with ourselves. But on this one particular Saturday evening, there was that next level of that overwhelming sensation of the loneliness. And so I thought, well, you know, okay, what's going on this week? You know, went through my usual review tablet, you know, what point on 1 to 10, what are we talking about? And none of it applied, really, because it had, again, a, a neutral type of uneventful week, and it was okay. And when that space and time occurred, and there's no real good reason other than here I am, sitting alone with myself, that can feel pretty overwhelming. I actually turned off the TV, and I sat in silence for a while, and that can feel very uncomfortable. And there's, Rebecca's heard me say this, and these times come up, and they're that, honestly, it felt very crunchy. It's like I, I if I could just, out of my skin and leave it and keep going. I would be so much better. Do you guys hear that upstairs? <laughs> Come on! Oh yeah, help me, help me. And um, and so in the silence, the messages are even louder. And years ago, I would like this with everybody because I know everyone hits this at some point or another. I learned one of the one of the teachers I've had in my life was a physical phenomena medium, and He was also a wonderful channel. He called himself a radio. He said he was Reverend David LeBaron. And David always said he was a radio for spirit and bringing in messages. And one thing, people loved David. He had had a very long 40, 50 year history of doing what he did, his gifts and sharing them and doing all kinds of neat, wonderful things. And yet he would run into those places likely more often than not. And what he taught us and he would teach class every Saturday evening and I just did everything I could to, it was quite a long distance for me to go. And I just made it happen because here's this opportunity and I didn't know, you know, and he was getting on with his years and it's like, well, (laughs) I'm going to go and participate while he's still with us. And one thing we learned on this one particular evening, he talked about the loneliness and, he said, there's something that I want everybody to listen to when I say this. He, he said, when we are in that place and it's so quiet and we feel so lonely, and I know, Rebecca, you can relate just that sense of, I'm alone. I feel alone. I feel abandoned. And I'm talking about deeper feelings, not like, oh, I'm alone. It's a Saturday night. Okay, cool. It's not that. It's the type of silence that sinks us deep into our soul. And so he described these feelings and everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. So he taught us this. He said, those are the times when the room is actually full of our people, meaning our spirit guides, our ancestors, our angels. He said those are the times that remind us and tell us that we truly are not alone. And then he reminded us to ask, to ask out loud, ask for the help, express yourself out loud, even though it might be just you in the room, sharing company together. But the message was those are the times when we have the most people around us, uh, you know, in spirit, even loved ones from the other side, if they're available. So I've taken that lesson to heart. And so on that one Saturday evening, it was, it felt really lonely. And I also understood this wasn't a time to distract myself and reach out, make a phone call so I don't have to look at myself. Um, But what I ended up doing, there was one person in particular who is a little bit further down the road with myself with their spiritual development and growth. And so I just reached out um, via email, actually, and just said, hey, I'm in this spot and this feels really uncomfortable to me what has your experience been with this? And it was lovely. It was a, There was a short, sweet, gentle response back, and in so many words, the message was, I felt like I was hearing David's words again. These are the times when the room is likely full of people, and we mm-hmm. have lots and lots of support around us, also known as God or creator, whatever word that we connect with, to connect with the divine. And... I I smiled and I thought, okay, thank you, David. I know you're speaking through this person. Thank you so much. So I just wanted to share that because things have been going really well for me here lately, even since that evening. But then I have moments like this afternoon where I really felt like I was riding an ocean wave throughout the universe. You know, I felt good and then it was like, huh, and I felt good again and I thought, well, we always we also need to walk through these emotions, walk through it to get to it. And this is one of the harder challenges. Like in my astrology chart, I I am allegedly a Gemini, but my astrology chart would say, well, there's pretty much equally balanced, you know, earth, water, fire, air. However, there's a heavy concentration of where my water signs are and water, the emotions it represents emotions mm-hmm. i'm really uh i'm really technically speaking a pisces gemini which is <laughs> unusual <laughs> according to one of my astrologers and it's like well i, I would like to call it uniqueness <laughs> but uh <laughs> or unusual some people think i am that's okay that's their perspective so it's just getting back to these feelings of the loneliness and the interesting things. And, you know, Rebecca, I think in these day and times, it's like we're being brought down to the carpet a little bit more. Like I said (laughs) earlier, we're sinking deeper within, you know, last year it was the wake up call of, Oh, 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 family. Oh, home. Uh Have a life at home. I'm not out running here and there and here and there. And now this year, I don't know about you, but for me, it's going deeper and sitting with that. And it's (laughs) like it causes a lot more shaking in the boots, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that literally is how I've been feeling the last couple of weeks, especially. And I know, you know, I know some of that has to do with the intensity of the full moon tomorrow night. I do know that. Um, It's also, you know, I have such a strong intention to grow that, um, you know, I know that this stuff will come up. And it's so funny because it's like, oh, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I feel wonderful, self-love, self-love. I feel awesome. I feel awesome. Oh, wow, who's this over here? Oh, wait a minute. No, you still have to do the self-love thing.
3: <laughs> and, um,
0: and, and the, you know, the thing is, it's like I understand about the whole thing of sitting in silence. Um, it can be really hard to just be alone with our own thoughts especially if we're used to doing, you know, um, we Stephanie and I both have really busy lives. So, uh, you know, and and, I mean, most of us do, even with the pandemic, it changed. But we still have busy lives. And it's like when we have had more downtime to kind of sit in the quiet. And, you know, there is this incredible peace gets experienced in that place. But if there's something that's feeling a little off, And, you know, I know for me, sometimes I'll be like, okay, I could go do anything, (laughs) but I don't really (laughs) want to sit in the silence of that right now. So let me go find something to do. You know, just because I'm spiritual and I meditate and I chant and I do my prayers and I do my work, it doesn't mean that there are days I don't want to avoid this stuff, (laughs) trust me. (laughs) And so sometimes it's like, I just need a little break, but when I'm willing to surrender into it, and move through it like you said stephanie we got to move through it to get to it i love that uh <laughs> you know it's it, it, there that peace is beyond the feelings of being out of sorts and i have to remember that and i and i do remember that but there are days sometimes where you know i yell at god <laughs> do I really have to do this again right now?
2: (laughs) Right. And I have my little tantrum,
0: and then I surrender, and I go, okay. And then eventually I am able to come back to that place of of self-love and love and peace, and uh, it's worth it. I do know that. I know that all of the work that I'm doing is worth it. And I can see the reflection from the universe in the quality of my life that doing the work that I've done so far has all gotten me to the place where I am now, and mm-hmm. the the reality is you know I always say I'm the most blessed person I know. I get to do work I love, I have the best clients on the planet, Stephanie and I both do yes we, um, do. Yes, we do and we do, and uh, you know I'm healthy, my kiddo is healthy uh, we have a beautiful place to live i I you know I mean I, we count our blessings every day we're so 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 blessed. So I know that my ability to be grateful for everything I have is basically, you know, an example of the reward for my hard work. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we all get to have that. We do get to have that. And so, you know, I'll say to everyone, be kind to yourself no matter what. You know, there are, you know, even in my self-care, I will say I still have moments where I am wrestling with some of my past issues, including, you know, and, and they're, still, they're still coming up, there's the onion, you know, but there have been times in my life where I feel unworthy and undeserving and unlovable. You know, um, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to realize that that's not true and to believe it, but it doesn't mean that I'm always without it. You know, we have the child in us who is the emotional self and then we have the adult who is the rational thinking. And you know, we there will be certain things that trigger a reaction in our bodies, and then, you know, they always say you can react or respond. Well, one of the reasons we do meditation is to kind of get to a place where we observe it, we become the detached observer, and we respond instead of reacting. And and so just to clarify, it doesn't mean that my body doesn't just fire all of the neurons and the adrenaline when something is not going the way that I'd hoped or, you know, if there's an interaction and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, what was that? Um, it doesn't mean my body is not having that reaction. But the thing is that at this point, I can kind of step back and go, okay, wow, this is really intense. You're having this reaction. How do you want to respond to this? And sometimes my response is, I'm having quite a, 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 I'm noticing a very emotional reaction to this in my body and I need to sit with it. And so I'm going to come back and talk to you later. So, and I have done that. I I had one... I have a an amazing friend that I was talking to one day, and I was having a hard time. And you know, I do reach out to my friends and say, "I'm having a hard time. Can you just hold a space for me and tell me that you love me and that I'm lovable?" Because I need to hear that from somebody else. And yes, this is part of the process of dealing with self love, right? I am working on getting to the place where I don't have to hear that from other people. But it's nice to have people in my life who can give that to me when I need it, right?
3: Yes. Oh. <laughs> and, and, oh yes.
0: And, and and yeah. And so. I get that. And and so, you know, the people that I can say that to, you know, one of my dear friends was trying to help me. I was having an emotional reaction to something. And, you know, I was really looking for the just tell me it's okay and I'm going to be okay and that this is just temporary because I just really needed to have the reframing. And she said something to me that was kind of the opposite of what I really needed. And I basically just said, you know, that was not what I was looking for right now. And, frankly, this is kind of pushing me over the edge. So I need to take a break, and I'm going to hang up, and I love you, and I will call you back in a little while when I have processed (laughs) this. And she's like, okay, okay. And then, then, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, sometimes we don't know, like, how deep a wound is until – you know, we're triggered in it, which is really a beautiful opportunity for healing. It's just when you're in it, it doesn't feel like that. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: So anyway, I'm all of this to say, if you've been feeling it, trust me, we understand because we go through this too. And Uh, You know, both Stephanie and I love being able to be of service to help other people. We have these experiences so that we can understand and have compassion when we're actually working with all of you. So I always have this attitude that I'm grateful for the experience, even though sometimes it's so uncomfortable. But I know that ultimately when I go through it, my body and my soul and my spirit will be healthier And it means that I can do a better job for my clients. And ultimately, that's really what Stephanie and I want to do, is
2: we want to do the very best we can for you. Oh, absolutely. One of my friends who is a fellow healer, she's, um, she's funny because out of the muggle world, I call it the muggle world, she's a nurse and she's been a hospital nurse, a legal nurse and and she's changing positions yet again and will be a new kind of nurse here very soon. So regardless and on the side she does healing and from time, you know, we actually, now because she is going to be starting her new job very soon we won't be able to process but we take the time to process with one another in WhatsApp and we'll listen and I, I love WhatsApp for that because you can record and let it go, and then the other person can listen whenever they want and respond at their convenience. And it's funny because we'll provide feedback. And from time to time, I, ha- I come from that place where I just need to vent, and maybe I'm going on and on a little bit more I'll respond back girlfriend you've got some looping going on you might want to consider a session or you need to do this ground yourself out go up to creator and it's it's funny you know and it's it's always said with love and compassion and there's those moments where it's like okay i'm not going to respond because i don't want to because I really wanted to sit in my space and not follow through with your suggestions. So that that's when I breathe as well, Rebecca, and I take a step back like, okay. And then I go through my mental, okay, she means, well, she's holding space for me in the highest and best way. And this is one thing we have an agreement that we bring truth to one another and we can call each other out as well if needed, but it usually doesn't go like that, but we do provide, um, we'll call it insight and information. But when I start tipping, then she's like, oh, no, we need to chop this off at the root right now. That's enough. (laughs) That's enough. No, you've gone a little too far. It's like, dang it. I want to swim in my, you know, pity pool, you know, pity party of one. (laughs) It just doesn't work, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and, um, but one thing I have noticed in our, in the experiences that we have, though, this is real. I'm not sure what your guesstimate of your timeline is, but I have noticed that I go through stuff. And when I'm moving through stuff, it's like, oh, my God, I want to crawl out of my skin. Let me go for a drive or, you know, I need to get out of my head. So typically I find that I'm generally, I'm not too far ahead, but a couple, three weeks ahead. And so it's, like we go through those crunchy experiences first, we get through to the other side, then we have this pause. Maybe it's a week, maybe it's one day. I've had it literally be not even one hour. And here comes that next phone call. And it's all about what we've just experienced. And so this is why for Rebecca and I, we do stay on top of, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm going to walk through it. <laughs> Are you over here on the sideline? <laughs> Hold space for me, please. So there's yeah. quite a learning process for us as well. We, we have beautiful lives and lovely lives. And I'm telling you, it can be quite a bit of work at times for our own selves, for us to do our work is what I mean. So we're pretty, yeah. we do the best we can with what we have. I think so.
0: I, I think so too. And yes, I actually have had that experience you're describing where sometimes it's a couple of weeks ahead, sometimes it's a week, and sometimes it's hours. Like I remember right. one day, I mean, in the morning I'm processing, 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 and I had a last-minute client like, I need to talk to you. And, you know, a couple hours later I get on the session and she's talking about exactly what I just talked <laughs> <laughs> like, Thank you, God. I'd like the heads up.
3: Uh, so, so you know i guess
0: I guess that's the other thing is you know it's um if you find that you're going through stuff and it's really uncomfortable, you know, just know that that the most growth comes on the other side of that discomfort, so, as much as Stephanie and I've been feeling all this stuff lately, it's like we both know that there are rewards for this, and that the the yeah. the payoffs for the work that we're doing are, are beyond anything we can imagine, and that's the truth. You know, it's like people say, oh, my gosh, I went through this and struggled and struggled, and then, oh, my gosh, everything just fell right into place, and it was more than I ever dreamed. So, you know, right. it, it's true that it can be that way, that it, most of the time it actually is, um, but, but, but when you're in it and you're feeling that uncomfortable, it can be hard to remember that. <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I'm looking at the clock a little bit here. I wanted to um, just mention, of course, that uh, if you would like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is rebeccafisk.com. My Facebook page is iamrebecca.com if you would like to uh, follow me there. Um, And, you know, we haven't been—I I haven't been doing any live events, <laughs> but I will be again, <laughs> and uh, you know, so some of that information will end up being posted there. If you like, you can also sign up to receive uh, email updates from me. And frankly, uh, I don't spam at all. Uh, I send usually one email, maybe once a month, if that. It's been much less lately, uh, but we'll be starting to pick that up again. And. Uh, basically just advertising events when I'm going to be in the Bay Area. I will be starting to do that again sometime in the next few months, but that's not quite on the calendar yet. Uh, And so um, anyway, yeah.
2: I'll have some events coming up a couple of classes to be announced at a later time. And okay. there will be an event here in Anchorage, Alaska, a live physical event, not until the first weekend of August. And by then, Alaska will be at level three, and things will be a lot more open. So, again, details coming later, but there is one for sure with dates and times and everything. So, exciting. We can get out there again, Rebecca. Yay!
1: I think Rebecca might be taking a sip of water.
2: Oh, I was going to say, okay. <laughs> she's still connected. <laughs> well, I'm happy I'm still connected, Garrett. We both know this.
1: And by the way, your direct connect sounds fantastic.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. My lovely, our mutual friend, Airely, directed me to get this fabulous set of absolutely wonderful, it's a great uh, set of headphones. Sennheiser is the brand. It's a German brand. And I am thrilled that I can connect this way now. It's lovely. That way my microphone isn't dangling. Maybe it's under my chin or stuck in my hair. (laughs) But uh, it's beautiful.
1: Okay, yeah, so we I'm didn't talk about so this, happy. but so behind the scenes, um, you've had, we, we have different ways to bring in the host to let them connect and stuff like that. And so Stephanie had wanted to do what's called Direct Connect. It's kind of like uh, a Skype or a Zoom, except it's just all audio. we're having a heck of a time trying to get this to work. So what ended up being the solution? You and I haven't talked about this for two weeks now.
2: Right. Mm. So the solution was, I'm very grateful for this. Garrett connected me with, the technical people with Blog Talk Radio. And they were suggesting one of two browsers, either Chrome or Firefox. And initially, it was just a generic blanket. Okay, do this and you should be able to connect. And it's like, it's not working. And further to boot, I have a Chromebook. So I don't need to download Chrome because it is Chrome. And and in a nutshell, they provided a suggestion for the first fix and it wasn't quite there yet. Then the second suggestion for the next fix came through. And it was lovely because they provided the actual link. So I didn't have to follow verbal instructions. <laughs> I could just click on the link and it made a lot of sense. And I could understand exactly what they wanted to do. And I think what it did was enable third-party cookies. That's all it ended up being. Oh, and here I there you am. Go. And so... So there we go. And so they showed me where to find it in the settings. And, and I really need to reply to that lady. I'm just not realizing this. She, she stayed with it. And I said, I need pictures. I need links. I, you know I felt like a little snot-nosed kid in a sense because it was so frustrating. And yet I knew the solution was so simple. And in the end, oh, it's a miracle. It's like, yay, I'm here. I'm so excited. So, yeah, but it was great. She she really did give um, not only pictures, but excellent directions. And here we are. And this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I think Rebecca absolutely. might be back. I oh. am back. Uh, oh, there you are.
1: Okay. Well,
0: was bizarre. It was It was really bizarre because I'm talking away. Nothing sounds like it's different on my end. And all of a sudden I hear Garrett saying, oh, Rebecca must be taking a sip of water. And I'm like, no, I'm not.
3: <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but anyway, so then
0: after about 20 more seconds, I hear beep,
2: beep, beep. How was that? It was like, okay, well, that was interesting. So anyway, I'm back. And it's okay. Cool. It's all good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, so what do you say? Are you ready for meditation? Yep, we can do a very quick meditation, and then we can get to our callers. Okay, that
0: sounds great. I'm not sure you know, Garrett, but I have an email question that I received earlier, so I would love to read that. Do you want to to start with that
1: tonight, or do you want to start with a caller? Your pick. You know what? I'll start with that. Yeah,
0: let's start with that one. Okay, very good. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to be quiet so Stephanie can give us our
2: wonderful invitation. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right, here we go. This is going to be short, sweet, and simple. It is lovely. We're just going to close our eyes, relax. And in our mind, we're going to bring to us a great big golden bubble, also known as the golden sphere. And we're going to take a deep breath in and hold and release. and we're going to take one more deep breath in and hold and release so now sitting right where we are again we've already visualized this nice big golden bubble and we're bringing it towards us we're just asking for spirit to bring this this bubble and place it around us so that we're sitting inside of this golden bubble, also known as the golden sphere. Working with the golden light, it's beautiful because it strengthens us and it brings in a very high-level, high-frequency form of energetic protection, of spiritual protection, It naturally releases and dissolves, transmutes any energies that don't need to be there, whether it's a psychic cord or a psychic hook, any discordant energies. It simply draws it to it like a magnet and then transmutes it into love and light. So as we sit here, We're taking in this energy. We're taking in this golden light. And we are now giving ourselves permission to release this energy so that these energies that don't feel right, that are not sitting right, that it will simply be absorbed into the golden light and again be transmuted into love light and this is something that everyone can do it's very easy it can take however short or long you wish to sit with it and so now we're going to take another deep breath in and hold and release And when you're ready, open your eyes. And I always like to suggest to people to hydrate. Take a little sip of water or tea. (sighs) Are we back? I'm back. (laughs) I think we lost
0: Garrett. It's been known to happen yeah
1: there we go mm-hmm.
0: okay.
3: <sighs> beautiful so I, have,
0: I have i have a question an email question from austin and so austin's question is will i have the initial p as in pauline will p come back into his life in any significant way okay so you know first of all I feel like she's going through some of her own stuff right now and it feels like a whirlwind of activity around her so they're almost chaotic I just want to say that there's so much going on with her right now I feel like he had to take a step back and just allow her to kind of deal with her stuff, and he wants to hold the space for her, but she's in this place where she's like, I can't deal with another thing right now. I just need you to leave me alone, and so it wasn't a rejection of him. It was that she's got so much going on in her world right now that she felt like she couldn't contribute anything to the relationship, and there's still a part of her that feels like she wants him to see the good parts of her, and so, you know, as much as I feel like they've had a good relationship, and she's been open with him emotionally, um, she still has been protective of, you know, the more vulnerable parts of herself, and she feels like she's in this What I feel like she's judging as ugly about her life, she's in this ugly place where it's not necessarily uh, the things that she's trying to handle or the way she's handling them. It has more to do with the things about herself that she feels are unlovable. So it's almost like whatever baggage she's carrying where she feels like, oh, somebody can't love me in this. Even though I feel like they've talked about all of it, it's that these these particular um, things, issues in her life, um, right now requires so much more than normal energy that um, she, can't, she can't handle feeling vulnerable at the same time. She just needs to go and handle what these issues are. And so my impression is that once she kind of feels like things are a little bit more settled, then I feel like she will reach out. And, you know, it's, there's a very good relationship there. And, and I feel like, Austin, you're very calm and patient. Um, and you're just kind of letting her do whatever, and you've said to her, it's okay, you just do whatever you need to do. Um but I feel like she's having this issue about whether or not she actually trusts that. And it's not because of you, it's because of her own issues that it feels like every time she trusts somebody to kind of help her with things, it works for a little bit and then it falls apart. And then she has to step back in and deal with it. And so it's like, she's feeling like, you know, we were talking about that onion before she's feeling like, really, I have to deal with this again. And so again, there's that piece of her that wants to present the best self that she is. And she's feeling like, Uh, she can't do that right now. So uh, I do feel like she'll reach out again, um, be patient. And, you know, I'm almost feeling like, you know, if it's been a few weeks and I'm hearing like around six weeks, um, it's okay to reach out and just say, hey, I just want you to know that if you need some support, I'm here. That doesn't feel like it'll be too much. So, you know, it goes back into that place of, is there something that I can do to support you and something I can do to help right now and just know that I care about you? Uh, that would go a long way it's just not too much because too much then she's like no we want something and that's in her head you're not pushing her so just so you know that it's it's not coming from you this is her working through her stuff and it's about growth so it's beautiful how you're holding the space for her Uh, I'm going to turn this over to Stephanie I'm sure that she's got um, some light she can shed on this for you as well
2: hi Austin we're really happy that you sent in your email question Everything Rebecca said, I see all of that. And one suggestion, Austin, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, first of all, reconnect with yourself at this time. Take this time to get back to you, to know that there is nothing wrong with you. There's everything right with you. You're present. The planet by itself is already a gift. To the planet, to humanity. So reconnect with those energies. That's really important. All of us have value, and when situations like this happen, can feel extremely abrasive. And it's from the sounds of it, even just if coming through as a curiosity type question, there is the message that I pick up where you're, you feel uncertain of your own personal value as a person. So take the time to pull your energies back in. One thing you can do that all of us can do is send people love. Go up to God and ask for God to send whomever the energy of love. I would suggest that to not only send that to this person but to ask for the energy of love to be brought to you as well. Love is the strongest energy on the planet that will also help you to get re-centered within yourself and to remember that you're a gift to the planet. You're already here. You're with us. You're among everyone. And we do want the best for whoever P is. To you I do feel this person is very close to your heart so that's what I would say and again just take the time even if just a few minutes a day to remind yourself that you are a divine being here and this other individual is also a divine being on the planet will this person come back around I would say yes but it's a matter it's timing it could also be age related there's so many factors one of the things that i like to go to is the saturn return in astrology the first one is at age 27 the seven one, second one is at age 58 and both cycles can take up to 10 11 years just depending on the person and their natal chart so the final suggestion would be to go to a website called Cafe Astrology and presuming that you know this person's birthday at least you can do a relationship chart in there and I love that site because it takes all the technical details of astrology and breaks it down into very easy to understand language so it's I love it. Astrology is great. It's a nice framework, and I really know very little about it. However, that particular website is simply a tool, and I strongly suggest that you access that tool. Anyway, wishing you all the best, and remember to stay grounded, stay focused, and remember, you're another divine human being on this planet. Thank you for your question.
1: Are we here?
2: Garrett?
1: <laughs> well, I'm here.
3: <laughs> it got really quiet. We're very happy you're here. I
2: know, <laughs> we are really. happy you're here. <laughs>
1: okay. Would you like some callers?
2: We would love yeah. some callers.
1: Okay. So we're going to start with uh, Grace tonight. She's calling about her senior dog, and Grace, when I bring you on the line, I'm going to put, um, I'm going to go on mute and we've got some other callers. So I'll be asking for your first okay. name on the topic you'd like to ask about. So Grace, welcome to Your Sunday Psychics. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please.
4: Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a dog and um, his behavior changed a lot and he started barking and the barking went on and the you know it's it's very disruptive and it makes it aggravates me because I have to work and I can't sleep and I've been dealing with this since um February and um started medication again now he's lethargic. I'm just wondering like what you guys see um is it he's time to go is will do i if I adjust the medication will Will he be okay? Like I really don't know what to do, and I am very sad because I don't want to lose him. But then the other side is the barking, and drives me crazy. Um, yeah. it's just he's just not the same. So I'm turning it over. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: Stephanie, do you want to start on this one, or do you want me to take it to start? Up to you.
2: I'll I'll go ahead and start because I had things coming in immediately. Yeah, you too. Go ahead, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Grace, first of all, thank you for your call. The the primary thing that came in for me, so I have had a similar experience, not with myself, but with a client. And this client had a dog, and um, this was also kind of a semi-senior dog. Wasn't all that old, possibly 10 years old. And... God bless this dog, this dog was doing this in the middle of the night and standing up on its hind feet out in the kitchen, barking at corners. Any corner in the house, this dog was barking, barking, barking. And the long and short of it was they took the dog to the vet, Brandy. They took Brandy to the vet a couple of times. I had never heard of this, but the dog had doggy dementia. And then it went into doggy Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. And so, and then other things began happening, such as loose bowels, etc. So they they ended up making that decision to um, send her over the Rainbow Bridge, let's put it that way. Anyway, that's what comes through on my end, and one of the things, though, it, it, re, it compares to okay. humans when they get dementia, Alzheimer's. My mother had Alzheimer's, and so the thing about it is they're walking in two different worlds, so it's very possible that the dog is seeing, definitely seeing things. I know that animals, quote-unquote, see energies, but the thing yeah. is, the dog is uncertain of am I here or am I over there. The barking okay. is actually grounding the dog back into this earthly existence. So as far as your decision, you know, that's something, oh, that's really a hard one. So I'm going to, I will pass you to Rebecca and let's see what Rebecca gets with you with this question.
0: Okay. Um, so first of all, um, I actually wrote the word dementia down. As you were talking um the, when you were talking about the medication yeah. and the barking and all of that and and, yeah. and or senility we don't they don't call it that anymore um and the other thing that came up you know i do feel like it is a form of dementia but the other thing that came up is that you know there may be some other things that are going on in the brain as well that are contributing to this but it really does feel like dementia so yeah um, but
4: yeah I'm just wondering, yeah. like, Cation seems to help, but then the, he's eating and drinking has stopped, but I can maybe adjust it, you know, and maybe that will work, like, will it yes, work or...
2: How how old is the dog, and what is the dog's name?
4: Um, his name is Bodhi, and he's over, over the, he's old, yeah.
2: Okay,
0: so okay, and and you know, Bodhi is, I, I gotta say that my very first impression about Bodhi is just very weakened. you know, it's really energetically like an old man, and I feel like you know, he's a little wobbly even on his feet at this point, and that may be the medication making him lethargic. but you know my impression, my impression is that he is tired, he's tired, he is seeing. You know, these energies from the other from the other world, that's one of the reasons he's barking. Um, you know, and it's, you know, he loves you and he's really happy to be there, but he's really tired. So, you know, if you want to try adjusting the medication, you can do that. Um, you know, but he's, he is definitely an old man. He is an old man and he loves you dearly. Yeah um but he's he's my impression is that you know he's spending less and less time on this plane you know that part of the lethargy and, and the sleeping is mm-hmm. because he's he's spending more time on the other plane
4: i don't know it's very difficult because it, it
0: is it's very very difficult and you yeah. know the the hardest thing is especially you know and and here's the here's a really big factor um the not eating and not drinking is huge
4: But that's his
0: medication. He was eating
4: like good and pooping everything well before the medication. But maybe I overmedicated him because I gave him the largest dosage that was recommended and because I wanted to sleep at night.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, you know, honestly, my, my intuitive hit on this is you could try adjusting the medication a little bit, but frankly, as far as the eating and drinking, I don't think you're going to see a big change. You know, you may have a few days okay. where he eats and drinks a little bit, but my impression is he's, he's really, you know, he's checking out of the body. He's he's not intending oh. to stay for a whole lot longer. That's my impression. And, you mm-hmm. know, he's he's very loving, but he's very tired. He's just tired. He loves oh. you. you know, when he's awake and, and cognizant that you're there, he's super happy. You know, but he's super tired. He's just he's just tired. He's an old man.
4: And it's okay to put him down. It will help him
0: You know, it puts them out of their misery. Okay. It's you know, and That's I mean right now I, I don't I, I I don't feel like he's miserable, but I do feel like he is spending a tremendous amount of time on the other plane. And so it's like your body plane breaking meaning, down. Meaning like, it, you know, plane. over the Rainbow Bridge, you know, we ha- we kind of start living in two worlds as when we, when, you oh. know, beings that are experiencing a, a dementia or Alzheimer's and they start checking out more and more and more where they're not cognizantly aware of their surroundings, they're spending more time on, in the other plane, which is, you know. It, whatever you want to call that um you know on the other side it, uh, it, over the rainbow bridge, you know they're basically you know for for people you yeah. talk about them visiting with loved ones, but they're actually seeing the loved ones waiting for them
3: oh, and so okay. my
0: impression is that he is he's already starting to do that quite a bit, yeah 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 so, so, so I mean, here's the more... thing don't don't you know if it, if this is about you feeling guilty about doing something like this. You know, there there is definitely, you know, there's no punishment. There are a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm so afraid because it's not my job and God's the one who does this. And, you know, the thing is when, when you're doing something that you know comes from your heart and it's because the dog's quality of life isn't much. I mean, if the dog is laying there all the time and not eating and not drinking and really just sleeping all the time, there's there, yes. where's the quality of life? It's a huge time yes. when, when animals stop eating and drinking. They are basically well, saying that they're they're kind of ready to
4: go. Well, yeah, no, it's because of the medication. Two days ago, he wasn't on the medication. He was eating, but if if I if this doesn't work by the end of this week, then I'm okay with with it. And then I feel like I've at least I've tried everything I could, right. and then I can schedule.
0: Yeah, and Grace, I I think that that's the most important thing is that you have to feel at peace with whatever you do, whatever you choose the process to be. Yeah. My impression intuitively is that the eating and drinking thing, you know, yes, maybe the amount of medication you're giving him is being contributed to, but my impression is that he's he's getting ready to go, that this would probably be happening anyway, at least to a degree. Okay. And God bless you. Let us know how you're doing. You'll be in my prayers, and and Bodhi will be in my prayers too. All right. Thank All the you, best, Grace. Thanks for the call.
1: Thank, thank you, Grace. You. Take care. So we're going to go to um, what we love to do next, and that's welcome first-time callers to the show. And so um, tonight we want to say, Martha, thank you for calling in. Martha's calling about love. And so, Martha, you're now live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Martha from Missouri.
0: Hi, Martha from Missouri. This is Rebecca. How can I help? <laughs>
5: Um, I was wondering about my love life. Okay. And are you seeing anybody right now? I'm dating, and I also have a situation with my ex-boyfriend.
0: Okay, you're dating, but you have a situation with your ex is that what you
5: said? Yes. And it's and so I'm the trying person to dating keep my volume low. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'll,
0: I'll talk more quietly too.
5: Um, oh
4: no, you're okay.
0: fine, you're fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. So what is the first name of the person that you're
5: dating? I mean, oh, you can give me a dating. Fine. I'll I'm give sorry? you one person um, that okay. I'm dating. Um, okay. Well, my ex-girlfriend is Joel. Joel? Okay. Well, all right. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Joel. Yeah. That's like what okay. I would like to know about.
0: Yeah. So my question is, so uh, my immediate impression is, am I going to get back together with him or not? Yeah. Okay, so, okay, hang on one second here.
3: Let's see.
0: So, you know, one of the things is I I feel like he's still very present in your life. Like you still have him in your heart. He's still right in front of you. Um, The the big thing with him is he's very, very stubborn. And Uh he's not flexible. It's, It's one of those things where he is who he is and he does what he does, and you have to be able to accept him the way that he is. Because he doesn't change unless he has made the decision that he wants to change, and that is with everything. It's like if you're like, oh, this tastes so delicious, just try it. If he doesn't want to try it, he's not trying it. And it doesn't, there's no rhyme or reason about it. It's just, nope, not going to try it.
3: <laughs>
0: so, And he's very stubborn about everything like that. So you have to be able to accept him the way that he is without wanting or expecting him to change because he will not.
5: Not And by the way, that's just not going to happen. Like when I really think about it, I'm not going to accept everything.
0: Right, and so that's the thing. And it's like I know you love him. that's hard for me. I I know. I know you love him. I know he loves you. I know that you feel like, oh, this would be so simple to fix. Why can't we fix it? I feel like you've had this frustration for a long time. Um, But the reality is he's right now, he is content to be the way that he is. And my impression is that he doesn't understand yet that the only way he's going to be successful in a relationship with somebody he loves, like you, because he does love you, is that he has to be flexible. And it's, he hasn't learned that lesson yet. So for you, the challenge is, do you want to contemplate Allowing him back into your life because you love him with the way that he is, but I heard you just say that you, you can't do that unless there's some compromises.
5: With uh, his, have his to, life choices you, with his parents.
0: I'm sorry, it's kind of weird to me
5: with his life choices with his parents. I feel like they're involved in the worst way.
0: Well, and so the thing is, this is who he is. This is what it will be. You have to. You have to come into acceptance and that's of that. Just hard for or, me. right? Or you have to let it go. And the reality is, you know, God in the universe doesn't go backwards. We only go forward. So, it's a hard as hard as you learn, Oh, it's painful. Trust me. Trust me, I know.
3: Mm-hmm. We know
0: too. We both know. We've been mm-hmm. through it. We have been through it. Um, but the thing is that the, it's better moving forward for you. So I was talking earlier about about not getting validated from other people but giving ourselves our own validation and loving ourselves and doing for you what you would like a lover to do for you and being loving towards yourself and giving yourself permission to do whatever it is that makes you feel love and makes you feel joy so you know dating other people is fine you have to ask yourself are you doing it as a distraction or are you doing it because you generally want to get to know new people as friends to see if it could turn into something? Or is it that you are using this to kind of help heal your heart to know that there are other possibilities? And I there's mean, no right I or I definitely
5: wrong. understand what you're saying. I'm sorry? And that's so crazy to me because I feel like I'm literally going through that right now. I thought of a relationship validated my self-esteem and now, I moved back home on a whim like a week ago, like drove 14 hours because I was so freaked out about how I was acting and I feel more calmer and like I could have self-love where I'm at right now and I'm also struggling, struggling with that move. I don't know if I should ever okay. go back to Florida. Well,
0: so here's the thing, right now get grounded and centered in your body, so let yourself do the grieving because the relationship ending, is, is, it's grief. We have to mourn the losses. And it's, you know, Stephanie says, you got to go through it to get to it. It's really true. But you Hard. have to let yourself feel the feelings. And and beyond that is where the love is. And it's a, that's where you get to get your clarity is in that place of peace. So, you know, you're in a loving environment right now. I wouldn't do anything. I'm doing probably not, nothing until June. Sit tight yeah. and, and just come back to this place where you get to have loving people around you and you get to feel really supported and they get to mirror to you your worthiness and your lovability. And when you come from I, that place and when you start feeling safe and secure there, then you can start looking out, okay, what do I want to do next? Because the sky's the limit. We always have free
3: will. You always get
0: to choose what you want to do moving forward. We can't influence other people. We can only make the
5: choices for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It, why do I want to influence something I know is bad for me? Like that relationship well, I know isn't right. But why do I want it so bad? When because I why? Do, when can you let go of true love? I know I have true love for this person, but I know it's not right. When. Why does that happen? Like, that's the weirdest okay. question to me.
0: So part of it is because we choose things that are familiar. They feel comfortable, even if it's abusive. Yeah, I was. We choose, we choose things that are familiar because they're comfortable. They feel familiar. And it doesn't make any sense. There's no rhyme or reason. It's not logical. But it's like, oh, yeah, this feels familiar. Okay, I want to be back in that. And so then the the beautiful piece in all of this is look at your growth, that you realize that there's something wrong here, and this isn't good for me, and you got yourself out of that. That is absolutely beautiful. And you need to pat yourself on the back for that, that you are loving yourself. And that's hard for me to do
5: that sometimes. Oh, I know. I get um, it.
0: I get it. But start doing that. You're worth it. You are absolutely worth it, and you get to have everything you want. But but more than half the battle is saying no to what we know isn't good for us, even when there are pieces of it that feel good and even when there are pieces of it that feel familiar and comfortable. Okay. So I know doing- I
5: know that he is not a good person in my life. Like he is not it will never okay. be true like happiness for myself. But I don't understand why. I feel like as an empath it hurts me and I hate that part about myself. Yes. So, so 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 cancel clear
0: on that and try to come back to the place of loving yourself through it, okay? And I'm going to turn it over to Stephanie and let her give you okay. uh, some more information <laughs> about you. this. You're so welcome.
5: I'm trying to process it with you.
0: <laughs>
2: I know, I know.
5: God bless you, hon.
2: Thank you. Okay, a couple of things come through. Um, first of all, the one thing I want to say about being an empath is to remember to be the observer and do not absorb other people's stuff. Now, I know for a lot of people when when they begin that process, so what happens, and this is part of the learning journey of being an empath, so... Moving into the space of observing, because when we allow ourselves to absorb, we are now allowing other people's lessons to come in. And so now we've invited neighbors upon neighbors upon neighbors inside of our aura, and now we have congestion, uh, congestion and confusion. So this, yes. number one, generates the I confusion.
5: I feel all the time. Right. Confusing. Right.
2: Right. So it's a matter of, it's its own learning process. But I wanted to get over to the X. And so the thing about this is, and this is universal, many of us have experienced this. And what I'm going to say is this: there's an emotional disconnect going on. And so when we have one person number one, um, you know, through upbringing lessons, good, bad, otherwise, We have that. Then we have person number two, same story, history, family dysfunction, otherwise. So as adults, then we learn how to, yeah, so then, and then as adults, we now have the responsibility, first and foremost, unto ourselves to now heal ourselves, whatever that might mean. And so until we begin that process, it's like energy attracting like energy. So now we have two negative magnets working against each other because there's a competition going on here and 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 it's what everything rebecca what she said and more where you're wanting it because it's familiar and so as an empath it's learning how to stop to observe to step out of not only his energies but everybody else and start setting with your energies and then begin to observe Begin to observe what you see. And so when other people's stuff comes at you, just observe it, say thank you, and send it up to God, however you want to do it in your spiritual I process. Agree. Yeah, so understand it's not yours. The other thing that I learned from a spiritual teacher several years ago, her name is Rika Zimmerman. She she taught people how to just ask this open question to the universe, who does this belong to? And I'm <laughs> telling you, and I still do it to this day, 98% of the time that energy will leave. So what this experience is teaching I you... I feel relieved just saying that. Yes, and and that's continue crazy. to do it. That's a permanent tool What's for her you. Name? How
5: do you spell her name?
2: R-I-K-K-I, Lisa. and then Zimmerman is her last name. Okay, oh I she Yeah, she used to be involved with access consciousness, and now she works independently from that. And I would suggest that tool as well to look up access consciousness and -hmm. and study that and take that in. But anyhow, what we're really talking about here is that the experience with him is showing you that you are a gifted individual, and it's time for you to begin to hone in on your gifts. And to bring yourself back to center, the only person that can do that for yourself is you. And we are all ultimately responsible for our own selves. So what you will find is the more you take care of you and your energies, use these tools, and there's times where I'll just continuously say, "Who does this belong to? Who does this belong to? Who does this belong that's to?" So, and so you funny. can feel, you can feel the energies lift like it wasn't mine. And it's that it's literally wonderful. Me already. Excellent. Excellent. So that's what we do. And Rebecca and I both read people and I'm um, an energy healer as well. And we're both mediums. So anyway, um, those are the tools I have for you tonight. And we thank Thank you you. so much for your call. Yes. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. And let us know how you're doing in the future. Thank Thank you, you, Martha. God bless you, Martha.
1: And we've got about 10 minutes left. Um, just a real quick reminder for the listeners tonight. So if you are getting a reading with the ladies, I'm going to encourage you to go back and re-listen to the show for your portion of that and take notes after the show so you can re-hear the question and the answer. Next caller is Patricia, and she's calling about her career. Patricia, you're live with your Sunday night psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. And Patricia is also a first-time caller. Welcome.
3: Yes, hello. Thank you for taking my call.
1: I'd like Hi, Patricia. To...
3: Hi. I uh, want to ask and get some clarity on. Um, I've been looking for, the, like, side gigs, side hustles to do um, and uh, so that I can, like, start generating some income along with applying to the basic employment. Um I'm not nothing has not come through yet and uh that's just to generate uh to get some money starting and with the side gig that would be self employment, which is new to me, which I'm, you know, willing to to do. And um so I'm not uh I'm not uh Uh, experiencing that uh, and I'm preparing for several major changes this year I'm going to be relocating uh, to another state um, first to visit uh, hopefully next month so that I can you know see apartment buildings and streets that sort of thing get the basics down Um, so uh, can you give me some clarity um and, and obviously I've been fo- uh, focused on, uh, when I have a library Wi-Fi hotspot, that's how I get the internet when I can use my phone or my laptop, you know, doing those duties and that work, uh, that beginner type, but then as I gain more experience, Um uh, I can you know, do other types of a uh, beside
2: games. Sure, OK. Um, this is a two-part question. Um, Rebecca, if it's OK with you, I'm going to go ahead and take the geographic aspect of the question. Yes. Yes. OK, OK. So Patricia, we're going to look at you moving. And I understand and I realize that resources um, need to be in place in order for you know, to facilitate a move. What I'm seeing is there is a move. I don't get that it's that far away. Um, The move will happen. Once the resources are secured. So with the move itself, the move, what the move is going to do for you is not only freshen up your energies, but it's going to return to you, your own sense of empowerment, your self esteem, self confidence. It's like the move itself, even if you moved five miles away, the point is that the move is going to renew, refresh your energies and there is something about confidence there's something about it's it's like a second ticket on life you're very tired right now and that comes through so with the move though it's like you've been hanging on for dear life and you know that if you can just hold on a little bit longer To make that move, to start fresh, it looks like your energies are going to recoup. Where you live at presently actually is extracting energy from you, and it's not in a very healthy way. So one thing I would suggest to help support the energy in your living space is to simply put a pot of water on the stove, add cinnamon, and then just let it simmer for about an hour. The cinnamon actually helps to clean the air, um, both with bacteria, but also it cleans up the home energetically. And that's being brought forth to help clear your energies so that the ideas can grow to be more fluid, and that will also support the clarity that you're seeking. And so with Rebecca's piece, I think she'll be add, she's going to add more to it. But the geographic move absolutely does need to happen so that you can continue on this journey. Because it's like you've been given the second lease on life. And I see that you're trying to make the best of it. So with that being said, let me pass you to Rebecca. Thank you. Okay. Hi,
0: Patricia. Thank you so much for the call tonight. You know, so the first thing is, um, you know, I just want to say what do you want to do? Because you're somebody who is willing to learn anything and you're very thorough. So if there's something that needs detail, your attention to detail is amazing, but it's like, I know that you want to do things that will help people feel good. Like you're about service for people. Um, so, but but at the same time, I kind of feel like you're like, well, I don't really want to get too much into anything right now because the rest of you feel so unsettled at the moment. So, you know, the whole thing about being able to access the computer with Wi-Fi, it's like, well, yeah, you could do something that's purely online and then you can go anywhere and it won't matter. But I kind of feel like that's not necessarily what you really want to be doing. I do feel like you love helping people And you want to be able to do that with them. And maybe it would be more something along the lines of phone calls or something, maybe some kind of consulting. Um, But, you know, frankly, it's like, well, you're willing to show up and kind of do whatever. So what would you like to do? What field would you like to be working in? Because I feel like you haven't actually really given yourself permission to decide what that is. Does that make sense to you?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Well, I didn't go into that, but I'm teaching myself freelance writing, and I'm going to create create a business oh, perfect. with that's Perfect.
0: That's perfect. That so that's a beautiful thing because you get to work on one project at a time, unless you want to do more than that. And no, I mean that that works very very well. Again, going back to that piece of the attention to detail, uh, you're very very thorough. So that feels like that would work really really well for you. Um, Let's see here. I'm hearing that this started for you in about February is what comes up, and I feel like there are a few more things you want to get done. I feel like May is going to be kind of finishing everything, and I feel like this could start for you as early as June, but I also feel like there's going to be a lot more traction for you um, like August, September, so coming towards uh, the fall.
5: Mm -hmm. And I feel like
0: some of this has to do with the move and everything else, but I see the forward momentum with this, but it's like give yourself permission to really embrace this. You're going to be really good at it. You're really good at understanding things about people that they don't necessarily understand about themselves. So you pick up on the subtle nuances in people's uh, likes, dislikes, personalities. And you're very intuitive. So you, you know, just keep trusting your intuition because it will tell you everything you need to know. It's going to make you really, really good at this career. Oh, so keep us posted. But I, it's, it feels very exciting, and it, it feels really good for you. Everything is, it's, it's just like everything's looking up for you. It's, just, it's, it's going to start getting better really pretty quickly if it hasn't already. But it's like by the time we get to the end of the year, I feel like you're going to feel vibrant and excited about your life, and it's been a while since you felt that way. So it's all starting to get better and better. Yeah. And God bless you. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Um,
1: Thank you, Patricia, for your call. So, ladies, you have about a minute and a half left. How would you like to wrap up the show?
0: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you both to you, Garrett and Stephanie. And if you would like to reach out for a private reading, Stephanie is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is RebeccaFisk.com, and uh, I'll turn it over to Stephanie. Have a great week, everybody.
2: Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. And again, to help out my family, and we're all family in spirit, please visit my webpage, or actually my Facebook page, Stephanie Gerard donate to my cousin Melissa her house burned to the ground last night she lost everything except the clothes on her back and her vehicle so thank you again thank you Garrett thank you Rebecca and we're so grateful to share what we love to do with you guys each and every week have a great week see you next week
0: have a great week everybody
2: bye (laughs) Bye.